1160 AM, KVCE presents Texas Money and Business. From investing your money to running a business, get all the information you need to know on Texas Money and Business. Now, here's your host, Ron Taylor. And we thank you for joining us on the show today, Texas Money and Business. You know, it's one thing to have one great host on the show, but to have two on at the same time, I'm not sure if I can handle it. Uh, Marta, Doug Parker, it is, uh, of course, your time uh, to host the show, and we have a very special guest joining us, Doug. We sure do, and, and really, I appreciate all the, the uh, time and attention that we've gotten from KVCE. And so today we've got Martin Mussey with us, and Martin is also on uh, the, the show, but he, he is typically on on Tuesday. So we want to do a segment today, do a little cross-pollination, really just kind of getting to know some of our neighbors and, and being neighborly. And so with that being said, Martin, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is well, exciting. It really is exciting, and you know, when I heard some of the stuff that you're doing, uh, I really just wanted to, uh, to to visit with you myself. And we had a quick conversation the other day, and I thought, you know what? I think this would be great content. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that, when they get into the entrepreneurial world, they, you know, they're friends that that have the nine to five jobs and, and those kind of things. The conversations change. You can't go to your uh, friends that are working a nine to five and say, Hey, what would you do in this situation or that situation? Cause they just haven't experienced it. And I know that you're a, a business coach. So tell me a little bit about what it is that, that you do. Yeah. Well, thank you. So, you know, it, that's exactly right. When somebody's made the decision to be a business owner, uh, and, and I'm glad they say it that way first, you know, I'm, I'm open for business. I've decided to start this business and you know, that's where I come in. And I always tell folks that one size does not fit all. When it comes to businesses, no two businesses are alike. So when I meet that business owner, wherever it may be, be it, you know, I do local seminars, uh, I may meet them, you know, one-on-one in networking, and uh, I'm going to meet them at a different time and place where they're at as a business owner. And, uh, you know, this is what I do. I find out kind of what is their pain points, where are they at, what are they doing, how's business been, uh, and, and this doesn't often mean a lot of times people hear the word coach and they think, well, you know, I don't have a problem. I don't need to be coached. I'm going along just fine, just swimmingly. And uh, really where I come in from a coaching perspective is really those people who are really good at what they do and have built something and have just, you know, need some help with getting to the next level. And that's where really where a coach comes in is helping that condition, just like an athlete, just like in sports, helping the conditioned athletes who's already good at what they do get to that next level, press past the plateau, and perform at optimal performance. And that's where I come in and learn about their business. Well, you know, that, that's real interesting that you just used that analogy. The other day I was at home, and I don't watch a ton of TV, but I was flipping through, and there wasn't anything interesting on, and I I turned on uh, the, the Netflix deal, and I saw – a deal with Dirk, and you know, for for those that are in the Dallas market, Dirk Nowitzki, you know, one of the best players ever, probably the best foreign uh, uh, foreign-born player ever in history in the NBA, and you know, it was talking about just kind of his background, his growing up, and his coach, and his coach from he was a kid has been with him this whole time, yeah. and so I think that analogy that you gave was just fantastic because. Um, and I, I forget the gentleman's name, but basically he's been there with him, and all throughout the summer he does all these unorthodox uh, coaching things. And, and you take a talent, and you know without the without being an action, 
uh, or being redirected or, or you, know, uh, you know, changing the trajectory a little bit, it could really, you know, just be talent wasted sitting on the sidelines. So I think that analogy was, was a very good one. So um, with that being said, you know, on your show, talk a little bit about, you know, what, is a, what, is, what does your show look like? If somebody tunes in on, on a Tuesday from, from 10 to 11, what kind of information are they going to get from your show? Doug, I'm certainly glad you asked. <laughs> so, you know, what it's all about for me is uh, my show is a little bit about within the under the umbrella of Texas money and business is I talk about the art of business. And what I really love to delve into is both sides and the balance of that art and science of business. I come from an arts background. I actually studied theater in college. Uh, so finding my place uh, here as a business coach, as a business owner, is not the typical trajectory of somebody who, you know, with a theater degree. Uh, but I take that background and I take communications and the arts and I balance it with the hard facts of money and the business world of finance and systems and tracking everything that it is that you're doing in business and balance those out. So some days it's going to be a little bit about the softer side, the nuances of business, uh, leadership, your own mindset, uh, those skills and skill sets you need to have as a business owner uh, up against the, the science skills of tracking your money, understanding cash flow, where is it at, how do you track it, how do you keep it, how do you increase it. Um, so those, those are a couple examples of what people could expect when they tune in. Well, I think those are great points, and, and you know, the more I talk to you, the, the more I like you. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation, getting to know what it is that you do. Today on our show, a little later in, in one of the later segments, we're going to talk just a little bit about business finance. And with entrepreneurs, so many people get into a mode of they don't have a sophisticated business when they first start, and, you know, they're they're leveraging their 401K or they're leveraging their personal credit cards and different things. And what they don't realize is sometimes how that can you know can damage their uh, their personal credit even if even if it's being paid on time because of the the large revolving balance limits and, and things along those lines. So I think that that that's a great thing that you're doing for folks is, is showing them how a balance sheet works, how to build you know their their business and build their business credit and not leverage off of their personal credit. Uh, you know, as soon as they can get away from that, the the, the sooner the better. So that that's great stuff. So tell us a little bit about how long have you been uh, doing the coaching stuff. So I've been coaching now for two years, almost exactly two years. Action, Action Coach is a franchise, uh, and I looked at a, a number of different franchise opportunities, so I made a personal decision to invest in a franchise, and I looked at you know business coaching and other business coaching franchises, and I selected Action Coach because it is a global organization. There are others and other competitors out there uh, who are good at what they do, and uh, but I selected Action Coach one because of that global aspect. And what I love about it is that the language of business is the same around the world. It doesn't matter where people sit. Yes, some culture differences certainly in, in different countries and the languages, but how you conduct business and the systems and strategies that we bring, that I bring to business owners, it's the same around the world. Uh, and I love that. Uh, I came from a corporate background prior to that and was in a large global organization. So for me, what I'm able to do now is, you know, uh, have a kind of a global understanding of the world through Action Coach, 
but get to help people locally and make an impact in a local business community. Yeah, I think that makes such a such a difference. You know, uh, you, a lot, especially in in the entre- uh, entrepreneurial world. You know, when you start a business, for the most part, most guys um, are trying to get business that either people they know, people that you know that that are relatives, those kinds of things are trying to grow their business. And when they're doing it locally, it makes such a difference to to make that impact in in the local the economy and the local environment. Sometimes you know it grows outside of that, and sometimes people start right. businesses from day one, but. But very, very interesting stuff there. Um, so, you know, one of the things, that, and I, I actually failed to say this when we first started. I need to throw this in there so that my, my sponsors don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> we are so thankful for our sponsors. We couldn't do it without them. I was so excited to talk to you. I just jumped right into to, to visiting with you. But I definitely want to thank our sponsors, FreeElectricityDFW.com, RepairMyCreditNow.com, and uh, AutoFlex Leasing also all three reports.com if you need a copy of your personal credit report and scores go to all the number three reports with an s.com uh, one, one thing I like to, to throw out there from time to time are different quotes that I've run across during the week and, and ones that I like and sometimes they're business related sometimes they're credit related and and different things but um, I, I ran across two of them that are kind of on different ends of the spectrum one of them says the borrower is a slave to the lender that's actually proverb uh, proverbs 22 7 but then I saw another quote, and it was on the internet. It's got a, uh, a pretty little girl that's, that's sitting there, and she says, "The handy thing about credit cards is they're great. They're a great way to pay off other credit cards." And uh, you know, I, I bring that up just just to say, you know, when you're going through and you're talking to business owners, you know, what's what's one of the number one things that you run across that's kind of a common reoccurring theme? Is it their finances, or is it um, their activities? What what is it kind of the main thing that you coach people on that you see as a reoccurring thing they need the most help with? Yeah, I you know I'm going to give you two answers there. Uh, one on the art side, the the, and one on the finance side. You know, really one of the top ones when I get in and start talking with business owners is time and time management. People just cannot get enough time in their day to get the things done, what it is they need to get done. And what I find out is, when you really start asking the questions and and open-ended questions and coaching them to what it is that they do now and how we can help them. Uh, it's, it's just about time management and getting a better grasp on their day and, and several tools and strategies that I bring. And the second that I would tell you is on the finance side is really understanding your profit and loss sheet and that balance sheet, what it is that they do and how they are, that they're not just you know reports that your accountant gives you that you can look at and go, fantastic. They're doing their job. That's why I pay them. Great. And then you throw it in a drawer because there's so much power in that. And and that's probably the you know the second thing that I coach business owners the most on is just understanding that within their own business and the power that they have if they can one communicate with their CPA and start directing some things within their own business, then they really do feel like the CEO of a company. Those are two great things. Uh, we're, I think we're nearing the end of of our segment here, and I. Really appreciate you, uh, you know, tuning in with us and, and listening today. I appreciate Martin. Thank you so much for uh, being part of the team today and, and part of the Texas Money and Business team in general, uh, folks. If you're listening today, make sure and tune in on next Tuesday as well from 10 to 11 on 1160 KVCE. Um, whenever Martin has his show, and he'll give you all kinds of great nuggets and help you through your business. This is Doug Parker with the Ambitious Radio Network. Tune in next, and we're going to go over a lot of information as it relates to credit, 
personal, uh, your personal finance, how that affects your business uh, opportunities that you can do or you cannot do, and then how sometimes putting things on your credit will impact uh, your, your actual personal credit. So tune in right after the break. From Wall Street to the Metroplex, this is 1160 AM KVCE, Dallas-Fort Worth's Business Authority. Let's say you want to repair your own credit. Maybe you think you can just cut out that charge-off. Pound that tax lien down so nobody will notice it. Then slap up a new coat of paint and hang some new drapes and lenders won't notice those judgments, slow pays, and collection accounts. If your wife makes you watch DIY or HGTV, you might think repair work is something you can do yourself. But ever notice how those do-it-yourself shows always have pros come in and do the hard work? When it comes to your credit report, let the heavy hitters at RepairMyCreditNow.com go to work. They specialize in credit repair, restoration, and education. So if you're tired of living with bad credit, log on now to RepairMyCreditNow.com. You don't have to live with bad credit, and you can start the repair process by logging on RepairMyCreditNow.com. In fact, log on right now and get your free credit report repair evaluation from RepairMyCreditNow.com. Don't try to do it yourself. Is uh, that blood? Log on now to RepairMyCreditNow.com. Hello, everybody. This is Noel McGraw with Vivid Financial Group and your host on Financially Tuned. Rick and I will be hosting a free dinner and workshop at the Me Casina in Flower Mound on the following dates. Tuesday, September 22nd, Thursday, September 24th, or Tuesday, September 29th. Each free dinner workshop will begin at 6.30. The topics we will be covering are longevity risk, social security, hyperinflation, what to do with the current stock market volatility. We'll also finish up on estate planning. Once again, that's at the Me Casino in Flower Mound. Please give us a call at 817-329-5081 to RSVP. Once again, that number is 817-329-5081 to RSVP. We would love to see you there. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I had numerous credit cards, and I was struggling with paying them off, so I made the call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-758-5360. The people at Trinity are very friendly. They will do whatever you need them to do in order for you to feel better about being in a very difficult place. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-758-5360. Everyone is talking about War Room. This is my favorite place in this house. I call it my War Room. Hi, this is Alex Kendrick, co-writer and director of War Room. Pray with us that God continues to use it to impact millions more for His glory. War Room, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, and T.C. Stallings. You need to do your fighting in prayer. War Room, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Now playing. Tickets and showtimes at warroomthemovie.com. Were you recently notified by a major retailer that there was a data breach and that your personal information had been compromised? When was the last time that you viewed all of your credit reports? Was it when you refinanced your home or maybe when you purchased a new car a couple years ago? If so, go to all3reports.com to make sure that you have not been a victim of identity theft. You might have also recently heard that more than 21 million government employees and contractors' personal data was breached, including...
need their social security numbers. All3reports.com offers credit monitoring with alerts, score tracking, and a score simulator. Could you be at risk? Well, only if you have a social security number. All3reports.com offers a one-stop solution with the credit information you need to stay informed. You can review your past credit history, check your current credit scores, and even use a credit simulator tool to get insight into what your credit could look like tomorrow. Just go to all3reports.com to see what's on your credit today. That's all3reports.com. A-L-L, the number three, reports with an S.com. All3reports.com. This is 1160 AM, KVCE, Dallas-Fort Worth's Business Authority. Now back to Texas Money and Business with your host, Ron Taylor. Oh, look at him dance to the music. Doug Parker, there he is right there. Oh, it's okay, Doug. You can dance all you want to, man. Good to have you back on the show. It is the, the Ambitious Radio Network within Texas Money and Business, and I'm Ron Taylor. Doug Parker, my, my friend and host right now, and Doug, it's always good to see you, man. Well, I tell you what, it's good to see you as well, and, you know, really excited. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe um, how many shows are starting to stack up. We've been doing it for a while now, and... I wouldn't consider myself uh, by nature a, a radio guy, but you know what? It seems like the more we're doing it, the, the more it's, uh, it's yeah. starting to fit in. You're getting the hang of it, man. You're doing good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, today we're going to talk about some, some general stuff that is really applicable to every entrepreneur out there. You know, our show really caters to entrepreneurs and uh, as being a serial entrepreneur myself and a, a credit expert. I've, I've been in the financial services world for about 20 years, and during that time, I've seen just about every scenario you could imagine. And so today, I just want to spend a little bit of time talking about personal credit primarily. We'll talk a little bit about business credit, and I think what we'll see during this time is um, – and feel free, Ron. If you've got a question, you know, whatever, throw, throw it out there. But mm-hmm. first, I want to start with credit scores and you know, really how they – are calculated, how people uh, come up with them. And you might have heard before of a company called the Fair Isaac Company or FICO. And FICO scores are really the most common scores that, that are out there. Um, what, what we, uh, you know, about 100 years or so ago, the, the FICO, uh, the Fair Isaac Company, was established. And these guys nowadays really are, they're like rocket scientists. I mean, they've got sophisticated algorithms that determine the likelihood of someone defaulting on a new loan that's taken out in the next 24 months. And so when it comes to credit scores, the main thing that they're looking for really is is your payment history. And, you know, did you pay them 30 days late, 60 days late? Have you had an account that's charged off? Things along those lines. And that accounts for 35% of the credit score. Credit scores go from about a 300 up to about an 850 on a typical FICO uh, uh, scale. So there's about a 550 point range that's there. So the number one thing is payment history. That's 35%. The biggest things that impact that portion are severity. How bad are the delinquencies? The second thing is how recent are they? Much like a mirror, when you're looking in a mirror, the further you get away from it, the smaller you get. The same thing happens with credit. The further you get away from that delinquency, the smaller it gets as far as impacting your credit score. But the other reverse side of it is, the more recent it is, the more negatively it impacts the score. So, Ron, if you've got a person that's got a 750 credit score, you know, it's not perfect, perfect, but it's pretty dang near perfect. Mm-hmm. And they have one 30-day late on their mortgage. It can actually cause their credit scores to go down as much as 100 to 150 points for that month. That's amazing, Doug. That's amazing. It, it really it really is. And, and, you know, sometimes things get messed up and, and things slip through the cracks, and that's why it is so important that you keep an eye on your credit, you know what's going on, you put your bills in a centrally located area. I've got a good friend of mine that is an elected official, very busy, 
and you know there's just stuff that comes comes up from time to time and there's things that are for instance on auto payment because that's more convenient for them well you know you have a situation where your card gets compromised or whatever and if you forget to take that auto payment and put it on uh you know and change it because your card got compromised it winds up being a situation where in his case um, he had an issue with the electricity company. It's just the craziest thing because he's like, Doug, I, I pay it. It's auto paid. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you've got to keep an eye on those things, and, and you've got to make sure that the recent stuff, um, you know, that you really, really keep an eye on that. The next thing is frequency. How many times did it occur? Is it a one-time situation where you're late, or has it been a reoccurring theme? Every few months, you're late. Uh, the next section on a credit report is the amounts that you owe, and that's 30% of your credit score. And, you know, Ron, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is when it comes to credit cards, it is so important to keep a low balance. Mm -hmm. And when I say a low balance, what I mean by that is at no time during the month should your balances ever exceed 30% of your uh, line of credit. So, for instance, just for round number purposes, if you've got a $10,000 credit card, your balance should never during the month be over $3,000. And you know, you might ask, Doug, why in the world would, would it matter? They gave me a $10,000 credit. I mean, if I'm using the amount they gave me, why should that you know, make my score go down? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that the biggest thing is, is nobody charges off accounts with a zero balance. They charge them off when they're maxed out. <laughs> right. So the higher the, the balances get, the more it starts to kind of dip your score down and Thirty percent is kind of that healthy spot. Anything above that, it starts kind of going, uh, dipping the score down just a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. With installment accounts, you buy a car, you're making payments on it every month. There's not a whole lot you can really do about that. So that proportion of balance to the original balance is not that big a deal. It's really revolving. That's the biggest piece that you want to be uh, looking at there, and just always keeping it below thirty percent, even if you pay it off every single month. I've had a lot of business owners that they've got a ten, fifteen thousand dollar credit card, and they put ten or fifteen thousand dollars a month under every single month, but mm-hmm. they pay it off, right. and they can't figure out why their scores are as low as they are. And the biggest issue there is, is because the day that it's reported is not the day when they made the payment. So sometime during the month, you know, they were they were kind of presumably are looking like that they were maxed out on that line of credit. Right. So next couple things we've got is length of credit history. There's nothing you can do about that. You can't age, quote unquote, age discriminate on a credit report. However, if you don't have at least 15 years of established credit, it's kind of hard to get full credit for that section. That's about 15%. So I kind of tell people typically each percentage point there is about one year. Uh, you don't see a, a bunch of 19, 20-year-old kids that have an 850 credit score. What happens is over time, as you build up credit and you've shown that you're responsible for many, many years, that's how you get that, that credit built up. And there's no way to really artificially do anything there. You just have to just time. Time uh, helps to build that that uh, that relationship, and the credit bureaus can can see. the uh, The last two sections that are on here are new credit, which are when you take out a, a new line of credit, and um, and that's because it causes an inquiry on a credit report. And I've had a bunch of customers over the years that ask me. Why would it impact my credit score to let somebody look at, at, my, at my credit? I mean, I'm not even doing anything. Why does that negatively impact my score? Mm-hmm. And what we're looking at there is whenever someone takes out a, a new uh, loan, the first thing they do is they shop. And they may go to two or three different places on a car or a mortgage or whatever the case is. And you know, a common question is how much does an inquiry 
you know, how much is that going to impact my score? How much is it going to lower my score? And I've heard people say one point, three points, five points, ten points, and really there's not any one specific amount. The general rule of thumb is the better your credit, the less it's going to impact your score. The lower your credit, the the more it's going to impact the score. Mm -hmm. So the reason for that is is you know, people that have really bad credit will typically accept terms that are less than favorable. And so, you know, they kind of just, if you can just get me done, I'll, I'll pay whatever rate, I'll do whatever. Whereas someone with an 800 credit score, they're more going to shop and check to see what's the best rate. So in that situation, uh, what, what you're kind of looking for there is uh, it maybe it impacts someone with an 800 credit score at one point. Maybe someone with a 550 credit score, it might affect them two or three points, just kind of as a general rule of thumb. But we'll, we'll get into a little bit of the... Uh, inquiries and how that impacts it a, a little bit later in the conversation, but mm. um, but that's 10% of score. And also, when you take out a new line of credit, that when it's brand new on the report, it shows up that it's too new to rate. And what oh. happens? That kind of negatively impacts the score as well. Yeah, so well, if you'll get a new car loan or a new credit card for the first maybe 30, 60 days, it shows up as too new to rate. And when there's not a way to determine the relationship, it's not that it's negative. But it's not positive either, and so it dips the score down just a little bit until they get a good reporting history with you, which is typically 90 to 180 days, something like that, three to six months into it. They can kind of get a little better idea of, of what, you know, what you're looking at there. Um, and then the last part of the credit score, the final 10%, are the types of credit that you have in use. And that's really a healthy mix of revolving and installment loans. And over the years, I have seen you know many people that you know every time they go to a, a retail store and they offer them ten percent off, they'll you know to apply for a credit card they apply for it. And so if they've got you know decent credit, you may take somebody that has a seven fifty credit score or whatever, and you look at it and and they've got a Target card, they got an Old Navy card, they got a Gap card, they got a Banana Republic card, they got everything you can imagine. And, I, and what I tell people is, hey, if you're going to go somewhere and spend a hundred thousand dollars. And they're going to give you 10% off. Well, go ahead and apply for it. You know, um, at Walmart or Target, whenever you're applying and you're spending 250 bucks, and it's going to take 25 bucks off, that's really not a good idea to to do that. Impact your score, you know, lower it, and and then have a new line of credit on there. It's one more bill to keep up with every month. So be very careful. Really, what you want is a healthy mix, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of probably two or three credit cards. Personally, and this is just a personal thing for me. I'm not doing a an advertisement here for American Express or anything, <laughs> but I personally use American Express. I do that because it has to be paid off at the end of every month, and that's just a personal thing for me that kind of keeps me accountable, so I just know I, whatever I put on, i got to pay it off at the end of the month, but I have a couple. I've got a Visa and a MasterCard as well that I use as a backup because not everybody accepts American Express, and so if you get go somewhere, they don't accept American Express, even though they say, you know, don't don't leave home without it. <laughs> right. Uh, some... some uh, of the different merchants don't accept them. So I have to keep a Visa MasterCard on, you know, on, on my person just so I can use it there. But bottom line is you just want to make sure and pay those off, um, you know, every month as, as you get them in. But question for you, Doug, question for you, Doug, as we go to break here, when you, in, the, in the American Express, as you yeah. pay that off every month, does that strengthen, does that bolster your credit score to do, uh, to keep the activity and keeping it paid off like that? Well, and it's, it's a little bit of a different type of an account because it's not truly a, um, uh, the same kind of revolving account like a Visa right. MasterCard. Right. Um, it has to be paid off, so it, 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 it has to be paid off every month. Mm-hmm. But um, we can talk a little bit more, more about that after the break sure. and, and you know, kind of go through the details and, and some more on credit scores and how they work. This is Doug Parker on the Ambitious Radio Network, part of the Texas Money and Business on KBCE, 1160 AM. 
After the break, we'll be talking more about credit scoring and other things that are related to your personal credit. You're listening to 1160 AM KVCE. We're in the midst of summer, and let's face it, the heat of August can drain the life right out of you. Something else that can drain the life out of you? Bad credit. What are your options when your credit is pretty much shot? Well, you could ride it out for 7 to 10 years and wait for the negative items to hopefully just fall off. Get a second, third, or fourth job to pay it all off and sleep when it's over. Stop feeling helpless and log on to RepairMyCreditNow.com. RepairMyCreditNow.com specializes in credit repair, restoration, and education. And if you've got some inaccurate negative entries like bankruptcies, tax liens, judgments, late payments, charge-offs, foreclosures, or collection accounts on your record, they can help repair your credit. But don't wait. Log on now to RepairMyCreditNow.com. Log on right now and you'll get a free credit report repair evaluation. That's RepairMyCreditNow.com. Now.com. RMCN does not guarantee the permanent removal of accurate information. See website for more details. You get the most, the most for your lease, your lease with a non-effect lease, yeah. When you start shopping for a car, you go in thinking that this time you're really going to get a great deal. Then the haggling starts. You have to fence with a salesman over the price, then verbally joust with a finance manager over the interest rate and all the extras they want to sell you. By the time you get out of there, you're glad to have escaped with your watch and rings. Stop the insanity. There's a better way, and that's to lease your next car from Autoflex Leasing. Call the leasing specialist at Autoflex, and you'll find that getting your next car can be fast, easy, and fun. Your Autoflex specialist leases all makes and models, both new and used. They'll also pick up your trade-in for an appraisal and deliver your new car to your home or office. Imagine leasing your next car and never having to go to a dealer. Happens every day at Autoflex Leasing. To see for yourself, call Autoflex today at 817-972-234-1234 or reach them at autoflex.com. Autoflex Leasing, a better way to lease your next car. As a car guy and host of the Automotive Edge Radio Show, I get asked a lot about products you should or shouldn't put on your car, truck, or SUV. Three things to know. Will it affect your warranty? How long have they been in business? And how well do they stand behind their product? You know, after 29 years in the auto industry, only one product line I trust on my car, K&N Filters. Since 1969, K&N Filter continues to produce the world's best air filter, creating superior airflow and superior performance. Not only does K&N build the best filters, but K&N offers the best warranty, 1 million mile, that's 1 million mile, and then add K&N Consumer Pledge, well, I guess K&N answered all your questions. Go to knfilters.com, that's knfilters.com, and check out K&N's new cabin air filter, helping to remove mold, mildew, and those nasty odors. K&N, superior airflow, superior performance. Go to knfilters.com, that's knfilters.com. Hello, this is Doug Parker with RepairMyCreditNow and AmbitiousRadio.com. Building relationships with other values-driven leaders gives me the ability to build a stronger business that has a greater impact on the lives of every person my company touches. I'm proud to be part of the Small Giants community, an organization for values-driven business leaders that breaks down the geography, industry, business life cycle barriers to bring me new ideas, practices, and insights that help me change my little part of the world. 
It's collaborative and peer-driven environment that makes the resources extremely approachable and attainable for me to put into practice. Visit smallgiants.org for more information about the community and make plans to join leaders from around the world at the 2015 Small Giants Summit right here in Dallas, Texas on September 20th through 23rd. It's three days of intimate learning with world-changing leaders that you won't find anywhere else. That's smallgiants.org for more information. The Business Authority, 1160 AM, KVCE. The information you need to know, it's Texas Money and Business with your host, Ron Taylor. Yes, indeed, we are back on Texas Money and Business. Doug Parker with Ambitious Radio Network is here, and we're talking about credit and just an overall view of credit, how it affects you, how it, whether it's negatively, whether it's positively. We're just getting some great information from Doug Parker, the Ambitious Radio Network. Doug is with us uh, you know, every week right here on the show. And, Doug, it's good to have you here. In talking about credit, and we jump kind of right back into the same water we were uh, prior to the break, you know, it's interesting. As you see a lot of uh, credit situations come before you on a daily basis, what are some of the what are some of the interesting? You know, what's the most common uh, problem or issues that, that that people or couples perhaps are facing these days in the current society that we have? Whether it's a challenge to get a car or a home or just a credit card, what are some of the the uh, most uh, common challenges that you see that people are bringing to before you? You know, it's really the old adage of you know trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know, there's so many people out there that they're they're good folks, and, and it doesn't matter if they're making thirty thousand dollars a year or three hundred thousand dollars a year. They're they're trying to you know quote unquote keep up with the Joneses, and and you know they're trying to spend money before they make it, and really they don't have enough margin. And yeah. you know, our, our pastor church preaches all the time on margin, and I say all the time. You know, every once in a while he'll he'll bring up margin. He talks about you know when if God's given you more than enough. Um, is, is the question is is it always for you? And if you have no margin, if you're truly living paycheck to paycheck, then you never have the opportunity to help other people, and you never have um, in, in the bad times. You never have enough money to pay the bills because there is no margin created. You have no savings and those kind of things. And I would say that's probably the the most fundamental um, issue that's out there. People yeah. that they don't have any margin. They spend right up to or exactly um, what they make every single week that comes in. That's what's going out. They don't have any savings for emergency situations, and even if they've got really good credit, they have to uh, then put it on credit cards or borrow money or whatever the case is. And you know, it hit me like a ton of bricks maybe 15 years or so ago, something like that. Um, I'd had some some credit card debt, and and you know, it was not crazy, you know, disproportionate to my income, but. I started looking at stuff, and I realized, you know, the interest rates I'm paying on some of this stuff, 10, 12, 15, 18%, you know, the reality is if I pay all this off, once I pay it off, not only will I have the extra how many ever hundreds of dollars a month that I'm spending to, to pay the bills off, but I can purchase about an extra 15 or 18% more of whatever else I'm buying if I'm not having to pay interest on it. Mm. And it was just kind of like this aha moment for me. So since that time, I really hunkered down and started paying extra on my wife's student loans and then ultimately on another loan she had and then paid off all the credit cards. And at, at that point, I wound up having, I think it was about two or three grand a month extra wow. in uh, margin. And so then I started applying it to my house payment. And you would be amazed at how fast you can pay off a house. If you're paying an extra, you know, two or three grand a month, as opposed to just the, the minimum payment on it, and so that, that margin is really the biggest thing I see is that people 
they they just buy stuff, uh, whether it's a little bit more car, a little bit more house, and then it just creates this dynamic of when the hard times come, and they always do. Um, you know, do, are they prepared to to you know weather the storm that's coming to them? That's a good point. You know, people are overdoing it. And by the way, I don't use margin unless I run out of butter. So just just for the record, I'm real to do that. But Doug, Doug <laughs> Parker, I appreciate the the candor. You know, it's interesting. And and this you bring up a good point a, a moment ago about loans. And you know, we have so many students that are out there, Doug, that are getting into these deep, deep, deep student loans these days. Uh, I know two of my own children who are, are just doing the best they can to, to pay these student loans down. Do you see this as a problem or at least an ongoing problem that, that would challenge their credit score if they were to slip up here and there or even have student loans to begin with? Well, he, here's what I'll share with you, uh, and not to get overly political on the show. That's that's not what this show is. But you know, over the past you know decade or so, there's been such a big push for all these kids to – to go to college, and you know they'll make it quote unquote affordable for them, and all these different things, and they do these these student loans where they're not only do they give them enough money to go to school at the you know very high rates it costs to go to school, mm-hmm. but for their their room and board, and then also some other money for eating and spending money and other stuff, and all of a sudden you look up and these kids are taking out you know ten twelve grand a semester in loans. Well, the interest the juice keeps on running. You know, um, there's interest accruing. They may not have to pay it back at that moment, but it is still accruing interest. And so, the one thing you know they they say is is uh, uh, the one thing is true is is debts and taxes. You're not getting away from them. Yeah. Well, and student loans too, because they're, most of them are government insured. And so, you would be amazed at the people that I have seen over the years that have gotten off track. They kind of just you know hit the the uh, kind of eject button and, and stopped paying their student loans for whatever reason. And sometimes it's just a mistake that something got messed up. They thought it was deferred or whatever, but it really wasn't. And they get their tax returns taken away. They There's all kinds of things. That's one of the few things here in the Texas area that they can actually do garnishments on. I mean, the government has a lot of power, sure. and those are government-insured loans. So whenever we deal with customers, one of the number one things we tell them is if you have passed through student loans, you have got to get with them, get those reconciled, figure out a way to work out a payment plan, figure out a way to get them in deferment. I mean, there's got to be something because you just ignoring them does not help your cause, and it, and it will be a problem. So, yeah, um, I, I would I would tell you, I mean, I've got a daughter that, that just started going to school uh, just, a, just a few weeks ago, and education is extremely expensive, yes. and I uh, – I think it's a great thing for for kids to get educated. Personally, I never I've never been to college a day in my life. Uh, for whatever reason, God gifted me with some talents, and I've worked really hard, and it's worked out pretty pretty well for me. But but I'll share with you that frankly, college isn't just for everybody. I mean, because there's a lot of kids that go to school, they waste a whole bunch of money, and they they don't really want to be at school. They they didn't want to be in high school, and they don't want to be at college either. And they waste thirty forty grand in fees. And then before you know it, what winds up happening is they come out, they got these student loans, and then they they're not they don't they're not a college graduate, and so there's nothing wrong with a you know a, a blue collar worker that works hard, earns an honest living, and, and does that. And we don't have as much of that going on in this day and age. There's a lot of people, mechanics and things like that, air conditioner repairmen that are honest, great jobs to have. That that uh, you don't have to go to college to, to have those jobs, but you know we've we've promoted it as a as a society for the past couple decades. 
and then there's all these college graduates that get out of school and they can't get a job. Well, one thing, yeah, one thing that is true, Doug, uh, to that regard is that we do see these days a lot different than it was back uh, years and years ago when you would see, you would go to college, you get your degree, and generally you would have a job waiting on you. These days, not the case. Uh, We have, we see a lot of students that have their degree, they're fresh out of college. Uh, and they're, they're waiting tables or they're doing what they can until they can find that that uh, next level job that they've been wanting to do with their degree. But they certainly have the uh, the student loans. Uh, Andrew, one question for you, Doug, before we get off the student loan issue here and move on to something else. Uh, in terms of bankruptcy, and I guess we'll touch on this at some point here, would a bankruptcy cover or, or take care of a student loan? Uh, my guess is no, because it's, it's government insured. Is that correct? Well, so here's what I'll throw out to you. So it's probably in one of the disclosures at the beginning of the show or the end of the show talks about, you know, we're not giving legal advice and this, that, right. and the other. Um, so I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving legal advice. But what I will share with you is a little bit about experience. And so with bankruptcies, a lot of people look at bankruptcies as a really as a real negative uh, situation. And frankly, if you have to file for bankruptcy, it, it sticks with you for a really long time. I mean, it's it's on your uh, credit report for seven to ten years, and it's a situation where anytime you fill out an application, you know they'll ask you, "Have you ever filed for a bankruptcy?" And even if it's been over that time, if they ask you, "Have you ever?" You've got to answer it honestly, otherwise it's it's um, uh, committing loan fraud. So you got to answer those questions correctly. But your question was specifically, you know, as it relates to student loans, and you know when you go into the bankruptcy uh, courts. You have an attorney. You walk through the process, and they'll tell you what you can include, what you can't include. It's means-tested, so depending on how much money you make, they may have you do a Chapter 7, or they may have you do a Chapter 13. And the 13 is where you pay parts of it back, but it's at a reduced rate, and the bankruptcy court, you know, the judge kind of makes that determination. Uh, chapter 7 is kind of where you flush everything, and you just kind of walk away, and that's the one that stays on for 10 years. But there's just varying degrees of, of you know, situations that can come up and you know do do you get to keep your house do you keep get to keep a car there's different things that they allow you to do i say all that to tell you that in this country we don't have debtor's prison and that's that's a good thing okay so you know you read back in in biblical times and other times i mean you know it's kind of goes back to that quote we were talking about in, in you know in the beginning of the show that the borrower is a slave to the lender well in the old days if you didn't pay back your debts you were an indentured servant and you you know had to work off your debt one of the great things is that if you in America is that if you make a mistake, if you get financially, you know, just up your eyeballs and you know something happens, uh, there's a medical issue, uh, divorce, uh, you know, job layoffs, things along those lines. They have situations where you can go into a bankruptcy and you don't have to go into debtor's prison. The bankruptcy courts allow you some protections, and there's there's some really great things about that. And and when people are in that situation and they're considering bankruptcy. And they really do have that much debt, and 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 they're about to lose everything. Having a conversation with a licensed attorney uh, in bankruptcy law that can can really visit with them, that's a good idea for them to have that conversation and help to make a determination on what do they need to do. Because for certain people, it really is a good option to help protect them. And uh, you know, they always want to make sure that they get all the facts. You know, Zig used to say. People don't change their mind. They make new decisions based upon new information. Hmm. So they want to make sure that they've got all the facts to, to make a good decision. And um, I think, you know, with, with answering that question, I think that puts us pretty close to the to the end of, of this segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Doug Parker with Ron Taylor on Texas Money and Business on the Ambitious Radio Network. Uh, tune in next. We're going to talk a little bit more about business credit right here on 1160 KDC. 
From Wall Street to the Metroplex. This is 1160 AM. KVCE. It's that time again. Summertime. Kids are out of school, running around, having fun in the sun, leaving the doors open, trying to air condition the entire neighborhood. I just got my first electric bill of the summer, and it is double what it was a few months ago. I can't wait for these kids to go back to school. Tired of paying outrageous electricity bills? Would you like to get a significant discount or get free electricity? Go to FreeElectricityDFW.com to compare our rates. Many of our clients are saving anywhere from 15 to 20%. We also have a referral program that allows you to earn free electricity. You cannot beat free cents per kilowatt. Switch and save with FreeElectricityDFW.com. That's FreeElectricityDFW.com. We offer free energy credits to customers who refer and activate 15 or more qualified customers for our electricity service and are not past due on their bill. To get your free energy credit, your customers must be referred through your free customer gathering websites. See FreeElectricityDFW.com for more details. Hi, this is Brad Herman from Colomall. We're a values-driven business, which means that we look for win-win relationships with everyone we touch. That includes customers, suppliers, our community, and definitely our employees. The Small Giants community is an organization for values-driven business leaders like me. Through Small Giants, I've built relationships with friendly and approachable people that have really helped my business improve by sharing inspiration, strategy, and all the little things that help make a company great. Visit smallgiants.org for more information about the community and make plans to join leaders from around the world at the 2015 Small Giants Summit in Dallas, Texas on September 20th through 23rd. It's three days of intimate learning with world-changing leaders that you won't find anywhere else. That's smallgiants.org for more information. You've been thinking about switching to solar. Don't wait much longer or you'll miss out on this year's federal tax credit. Move quickly because the tide is turning. Solar power is becoming a threat to big energy profits. In fact, some power companies are even pushing for extra fees to make up for lost revenue. Warning, you must have your solar system up and running by midnight December 31st or you'll miss out on this year's federal tax credit. Energy prices are expected to increase by as much as 40% in the near future. Go solar now with no down payment, interest, or payments for a whole year. You can afford it because we finance. Get your government money and save big every month. Big energy is getting nervous and the door of opportunity is about to slam shut. Paying $150 a month or more on energy bills? Then call 1-800-MY-SOLAR-NOW for a free in-home assessment. 1-800-MY-SOLAR. My home, my savings, one 800 with the dog days of summer in full effect, there's nothing worse than sweltering heat, mosquitoes, and bad credit. While we can do nothing about the weather or those pesky mosquitoes, we can definitely help you with bad credit. Log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com. Don't let bad credit ruin another summer. Log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com. You've probably heard the phrase that it takes an act of Congress to get something accomplished. Well, there really are acts of Congress in place to protect your credit. The Fair Credit Reporting Act, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, and so on. Did you know that all negative items have to be either validated as accurate or deleted? 
The creditors and credit bureaus have to either prove it or remove it. Log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com, a division of RMC and Credit Services, Inc. Our goal is to achieve an accurate credit report. Our comments about the possible and or potential outcome of a client's matter are based upon experience and prior success in these matters. We do not guarantee the permanent removal of accurate and verifiable information. Client's active participation is essential for the accomplishment of an accurate credit report. Log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com. 1160 AM, KVCE, Dallas-Fort Worth's Business Authority. The best financial and business experts in DFW, it's Texas Money and Business, with your host, Ron Taylor. We are back on Texas Money and Business. My name is Ron Taylor, as they said, yes, indeed. And my friend Doug Parker is here, Ambitious Radio Network. We're talking about credit today, and these are some important factoids that Doug is giving us some great advice on. And, you know, Doug, it's interesting, as we were talking about this a moment ago, uh, I think really, you know, as we talk about some of the things that we don't want to do, things that we avoid when it comes to credit and looking at our own credit uh, FICO score and the various credit scores, uh, what are some things that we can do on the positive end? What are some proactive measures we can take to enhance or to bolster or to protect our credit score, Doug? Well, that's a a great question, Ron. And and so, you know, here's what I'll start off by saying. Some of the stuff that you're going to hear me say here in just a minute, they're, they're going to be very logical, and you're going to go, that makes perfect sense. Other things, you're going to say, whoa, I never knew that was how it is. And so first thing I'll talk about is paying your bills on time. We, we've talked about that a lot over the last you know uh, few minutes, but the reality is that is absolutely positively the number one thing that you can do to improve your credit is pay your bills on time. Even if you've got horrible credit and you've done everything wrong, if you start paying your bills on time now, that'll significantly improve your situation. And then with time, with age, the older that stuff gets, the less it's going to impact you. And that's really the number one thing. If you get a little bit behind, get current as quickly as possible. The main thing is you never want to get past 30 days late. That's whenever it starts reporting as a column on your credit report, the 30, 60, 90 days late. So it can still show past due and that's a problem, but not nearly as bad as a 30-day late. Um, some of the other things that you might want to do is that if you're having trouble you know, kind of making ends meet, get with a legitimate credit counselor. That's not exactly what we do at our company, but there are people out there that are credit counselors, okay? Not necessarily like the debt settlement guys, but like the consumer credit counseling. And it, you got to be, you still got to handle your business. You got to stay on top of it. One thing I tell every customer that, that I talk to that I'm signing up is that nobody cares as much about you and your credit as you do. That's right. I mean, maybe your mom cares more about you or something like that, <laughs> but nobody else does. So even if they're helping you at a, at a, uh, credit counseling place, you still got to make sure and keep an eye on everything. Monitor your credit. Make sure that whatever you're paying to them, they're paying it. There's nonprofits that can help with that kind of stuff. Right. But if you get behind, you want to jump on top of that. Other things is keeping your balances low, as we talked about before, below 30%. Um, paying off debt rather than just moving it around. A lot of people will move from one credit card to another, like the, the quote the young lady that said that the handy thing about credit cards is that uh, they're a great way to pay off your other credit cards. <laughs> um, they're really not. That's that's kind of a joke. Um, but you know, pay them off, get them below 30%. And here's one thing I'll throw out at you. I know the Dave Ramseys of the world, they'll talk about, you know, hey, cancel the cards, cut them up, you know, get rid of them. Be very careful by doing that. There's a lot of people with the best intentions are trying to, you know, hey, they don't want to use them anymore, so they cut them up, they close them out, and then it takes that $10,000 credit card that's been open for 10 years 
and it shows that it's closed with a zero balance and a zero limit, and that actually causes their scores to take a nosedive. Well, that's an interesting so, point, Doug, but that, I, that I'll bring up here to you because you, one would think, okay, look, I've closed this account out. That means that I've done well. I've paid it. I've paid it off. It's zero. Uh, I'm closing the account. That's a that, that's a good feeling, a good thing. You're saying that's not a good thing, right? Well, it's a good thing. Part of it, what you said was good. It's good that you paid it down. And it's good that you paid it on time. But when you close it out, what happens is you lose that reporting history. Wow. So it's kind of like having a friend, and then you had a good friend for a while, and, and maybe you borrowed some money from them before, and they borrowed some money from them before, and everything's good. And then you call them and say, hey, look, we've, we've loaned money to one another before, but, you know, Ron, I really don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, I'm going to unfriend you. Close the door. <laughs> and that's kind of a crazy analogy, but the bottom line is you're saying, hey, look, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want, I don't want to borrow money from you anymore. I'm closing our relationship. Wow. Well, then what happens is that reporting history is over, and it, and it really took something that was really good and open for a long time and closes it. So that's, that's one of those ones I was telling you that it, it doesn't really make logical sense, but that is how it works in, in, in this world. And so um, you know, one of the other things is reestablishing credit. So many people have gotten into trouble before, and they just go, I'm never going to have credit again. That's something that you really want to keep an eye on, and, and there's a lot of um, opportunities to reestablish and, and do different things. Um, I'll put a, a link on our on our Facebook page, uh, so go to Facebook, the Ambitious Radio Network, and I'll put some links out there where you guys can log in and, and look at ways to monitor credit and, and ways to reestablish credit. That's one of the things that you really need to do is, is just get out there and, and reestablish. And you know, there's a couple of other things. Um, only apply for cards that you need. Don't apply for the ones like at Target and other things if you really don't need them. And then when it talks about things not to do. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that real quick because we've got just a just a few minutes left on the on the show today. You know, uh, number one thing is don't close cards. We talked a little bit about that. Um, number two is don't just go out there and open up a whole bunch of cards. We talked a little bit about that. Um, but also make sure that that you're managing. Uh, your credit, you know, and and you're keeping an eye on everything. Monitor your credit on a regular basis, and I say that because so many people they have no idea, except for every once every three or four or five years, what's going on with their credit. They'll when they buy a car, when they refinance their house or buy a house, that's the only time they ever look at their credit report. You really need to monitor it daily, and technology is great. But as we've all seen, when technology doesn't work, it gets wheels off and it's problematic. Mm. The other thing about technology is that with hackers and everything else that's out there, unfortunately, identity theft is a big problem. So one of our sponsors, all3reports.com, has a monitoring service where you can see what's going on with your credit, and it sends you updates where you know, if somebody does an inquiry, it'll send you an email. If, if someone opens up a new account in your name, it'll send you uh, an email. And so that's one of the things to do. And then also things to be aware of. And sometimes when people are kind of trying to get back on track and, and handle their business, they go in and they just they, they start paying off everything. And there may be some old collections, maybe medical, whatever. And we always want everybody to handle their business and, and, and pay stuff off and, and, and take care of things. The reality is, though, sometimes an old unpaid collection from five or six or seven years ago, if they don't report it correctly, it'll show up as a new paid collection, and it can negatively impact your score. And I know that sounds crazy, but you just want to make sure that you know what you're what you're getting into with them. Before you give them your credit card number or your routing and account number, make 100% sure that they you get it in writing what they're agreeing to. And look over it. Make sure that it's what you think that you're agreeing to because a lot of times they'll tell you that they're going to remove from the credit report or they'll tell you – um, things like, oh yeah, it won't be a problem. Market is paid, and it'll be good sta- in good standing. And that 
doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to delete it from your credit report. So that's just something to be aware of. Before our time gets away, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, in the last couple of minutes of our segment here and the show, uh, tell us a little bit about and remind us a little bit about what you do in, in terms of your credit services and how our listeners can get in touch with you. Sure, sure, absolutely. So that's that's great. Yeah, RepairMyCreditNow.com is a company that uh, we we've been helping clients since 1997. So almost two decades, about forty thousand customers that we've helped out. Wow. And really, what we do in in the Ambitious Radio Network, the show, um, it wasn't you know really something really we're going to be promoting a lot of the credit repair stuff. But bottom line is. We help consumers kind of get back on track again. We give them a lot of direction and evaluate their credit report. There's no charge to do that. If they've got a copy of all three of their credit reports, then we sit down, spend about an hour with a consumer looking over the credit report, putting together a game plan. And there's things that they have to be responsible for. There's things that the, the uh, from a credit repair standpoint that we do. And we go through and, and evaluate the items on a credit report and look for inaccuracies. Studies show that about 76% of credit reports contain inaccuracies. Hmm. So what we do is go through and eliminate the inaccurate, erroneous, obsolete types items from the credit report and then help the customers overall in putting a game plan together, which which typically results in, the, in their credit scores coming up significantly and them being able to accomplish some of the goals they're wanting to do. It sounds like just, just uh, you know kind of getting some of those erroneous uh, things and dusting off and cleaning up their, their credit report, Doug, could make or break that credit score that gets them that loan or whatever they're looking to do uh, through your company. It really can. I mean, one of the the most significant things I can uh, kind of give you a, an example of is one percentage point on a mortgage on a thirty year mortgage is equivalent to twenty five percent amount finance. So imagine a two hundred thousand dollar house, and somebody gets a four percent rate instead of getting a three percent rate. Right. That one percentage point will cost them fifty thousand dollars over that thirty year ter- period of time. Wow. Wow. So it's pretty That's significant. Incredible. Well, hey, I appreciate everybody tuning in uh, this week on the Texas Money and Business uh, on the Ambitious Radio Network. Uh, next week, join us at on Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time right here on KVCB. Thank you for listening to Texas Money and Business on 1160 a.m. KVCE. Tune in weekdays at 10 a.m. to hear more leading experts giving you all the information you need to know on Texas Money and Business.